this week's episode, we take a look at LEGO's upcoming Mario-themed sets. Plus, Microsoft signs yet another 10-year deal. I'm Anthony. And I'm Barry, and this is episode 90 of the Retro Gaming Dads podcast, the podcast for everything retro and retro-inspired. Before we get into our news this week, what have you been playing? I've been doing quite a lot of game streaming. So I've been playing, I started Atomic Heart, which I'm quite enjoying so far. I played some Minecraft Dungeons, some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, some SD Gundam and Hi-Fi Rush. And I'm quite enjoying all of them as normal, but Atomic Heart, oh, it's a bit scary. <laughs> One of those ways, like you go creep around and robots just jump out, you come to attack you. A bit horrifying. Is it very much like Bioshock? Because that's that's the impression I got from it when I was watching the trailer. Yeah, it definitely does give me the same feeling as Bioshock. It's very similar. If you enjoy Bioshock, I definitely would recommend to give it a try. What about you? What have you been playing? Pokemon Scarlet. I've been going through that with Kerry. We've managed to do two gyms and one of the Titans so far. I was about to say, because last time we spoke about last week, you were waiting for Kerry to get through so you could progress on. So you've made some progression at least. Yes, I've actually got two gym badges at the moment. So we're getting there. We're getting there. On top of that, I've not really been playing anything. Although I did buy myself something. Uh, Go on. Can't be a week without a new pickup. And this time it isn't a Switch game. So I actually picked myself up one of the retro bits Sega Saturn wireless controllers for PC, okay. Mac, mobile phones, I guess, and the Switch it works on, oddly enough. Have you given it a whirl yet? or No, not yet. So I did pick up the one that was the Sega Saturn connection. Oh, yeah. Sega Saturn one feels fine. I, I haven't even opened this one yet. I just haven't had a moment as I say, there's been a couple of evenings where me and Kerry have got maybe half an hour on Pokemon, and yeah. that's all. That's all I've got a chance to do so far. Well, we actually had a chance to do something over the weekend. We actually we managed to have Friday. a games night again for the first time. That's the first time we've managed to have one since just before your birthday last October, isn't it? Yeah, we didn't have a chance to, and then someone had a kid, and then we just Again, didn't have a chance to really until uh, last Friday. Phil came over to yours as well. And we played for a good few games. I think uh, Mario Kart was one. We went through some of the new tracks. We did. Darius. Yep. Again, Darius, at the end of that, however you say was, it. Ah, I can never remember the name at all, but pronouncing it as a whole, again, can't do it. But my hands were vibrating after we finished that game as well. Yeah. Well, we actually managed to complete it until someone skipped the ending. Who did that? And also managed to start the game in single-player mode without letting anyone else join in. Who did so, that? Yeah, I oh, wonder who. Phil. Let's see. River City Girls 2. We played a little oh, yeah. bit of that. How yes, you did. Forget that. Yeah, how could I forget that? You constantly kept throwing items at me and knocking me on the floor. No, I didn't. You kept throwing a bench at Phil. He did nothing to you. No, no, no. The amount of times I'm there running along and all of a sudden I get like a saxophone hit me in the back of the head. <laughs> I'll let him say. At that point, I was sticking up for Phil. You don't. <laughs> no, you you don't, wasn't. I was. No. You were already. Fr- you kept throwing a bench and hitting Phil. No. So I threw a saxophone at you. So then you picked up. I think you picked up the saxophone, went to throw it at me, and managed to hit Phil in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that, that turned into. We're running around playing to 
can we hit each other with items? And you hit us more than we could nope. even touch you. No, yeah, no. You were the only I did not hit you two more. I hit you more. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. I wasn't the one throwing random items and managing to hit Phil. I wasn't. You know, was I didn't know how to throw items. his own business. Minding his own business, and he gets a park bench for the face. You're throwing shade, but you knew it was all you. It wasn't. I just escalated it. I didn't start it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Escalation. I won't mind as well. I was even nice. I even tried to give you the one of the best weapons in the game, the yo-yo. I shout, catch. It's not my fault that instead of using your hands, you used your face. <laughs> catch never left your mouth. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it did. In all fairness, it left my mouth after it left my hands, but it okay. did definitely leave my mouth. Go. Yeah. That was good. I, I just wasn't really in the mood, unfortunately, for playing an awful lot of it, especially when we got to the boss. The amount of times we got him down to a sliver of health and he managed yeah. to take all three of us out together. Yeah, with his split second, with his bodyguards charging across or just firing bullets all across the stage. Yeah. I think I was just a bit tired after being work all day and it was it was getting I on think towards we like 11 o'clock was, or something. Oh, no, definitely. But it was getting used to the rhythm of his fighting styles and everything else and yeah, just a bit switched off. But I did have a treat for you, didn't I? Oh, I'm not sure the word treat is I, a justifiable listen, way for everyone's to, to... raving about it. We had our own private viewing in my house of the Super Mario Brothers movie. Not the one you're thinking of. <laughs> the 1993 shocking. I don't know. I, I, I don't even know how well I can. Yeah. He's still trying to process it. Yeah. Like, because at the end, you turn and said to me, What did you think? And I said, In all fairness, if I took out the fact that it was called Super Mario Brothers movie, I would have thought it was any other 1990s movie. Because <laughs> most, most of the movies in the 90s were similar to that. But. What, some fever induced LSD dream or something? Yeah. Honestly, I felt watching that, I'm like, Am I, am I high? <laughs> or something. That. There was nothing other than names. There was nothing that was even remotely similar to Super Mario Brothers. The Coopers, the Goombas, sorry, what the heck is that all about? What did you think of the movie? Did you think it was as bad as you've been led to believe? Did you think it was almost enjoyable it was so bad? Or did you think, this is the best movie I've ever seen? <laughs> I was thinking, what the hell have you done to me, Barry? Do you know what? I don't know whether it's a guilty pleasure or it is honestly one of those movies that's so bad it loops around to almost being good but being enjoyable. I actually enjoyed it. It's laughable. That That's the only way I can put it. It's, it's a lot more laughable than anything else. I can't... I don't, I don't know. He's still trying to find words <laughs> for it. You know, like I said, there's so many other 90s movies or other movies I, could, I can think of that's very similar because that's how a lot of movies were done back then. And so if I compare it to him, kind of like, I don't know, uh, The Neverending Story, that's those sort of styles of things. Yeah, you know, wacko out there, very bizarre. But the fact that this is based on a game which actually nearly ruined any movies depicting games coming in the future. It, 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 I can see how this nearly ruined the film industry for games. And it was the first one as far as I'm aware. Like, and quite often, as you said, it was nearly the last. Yeah. And I wouldn't have blamed him. 
I'm surprised it wasn't actually after the show when it came out with. Oh, honestly. I mean, what the heck was Toad? Toad was a man with a haircut of a swell. <laughs> what on earth with the Goombas? Oh, my days. So instead of being, you know, 90% head and then just a little tiny body, this was 95% body, 5% head. So kind of turn it upside down. Birdo, that's a big black woman bouncing around some spacesuits. Yep. Um, who else did we spot on it? Yoshi was probably the closest. Yeah, really freaky. It was just outright a baby velociraptor in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, who who was it? King Cooper. Yeah, Bowser, King Cooper. Because it was all about the dinosaurs and the evolution. You could evolve and de-evolve them. And it's just absolutely mental. Yeah. All I'm going to say is, as much as I can talk about how shocking this thing was, if you haven't seen it, just go watch it and understand the pain that I went through. Ready for Super Mario's. Was it Amazon Prime we found it on? Yeah, free on Amazon Prime to watch. Yeah, tell you what, I'll even put a link for a free trial if you've not already got Amazon Prime, just so you can sign up and watch this movie. And then you can then be ready to then watch the new movie coming out. (laughs) Just be like, actually, I don't mind Chris Pratt's voice in this, because compared (laughs) to that, (laughs) I would take it any Oskins. Oh, yeah. He wasn't too bad. He wasn't too bad. It was just so bizarre. But they actually did some plumbing in the show, in the movie. Sorry, they actually they did. fixed they did. all the all the leaks. Um, the van, the van in the advert for the new movie was in it as well. Yeah. No, I think you'll find that the new movie had the van from the original film. Sorry, do apologize. Yes, the van was in the ad for the new movie. Yeah. No. We actually went on a little bit of a Mario trip after that because we started playing Super Mario World, didn't we? Oh, no, don't start because I know where (laughs) this is going to go. Yes, we did. I have never seen someone die so quickly in Super Mario World. (laughs) In all fairness, you had your fair through time as well. Yeah, I very nearly got a game over after giving you 13 of my lives after you got your game over. Wait, what? You did? (laughs) yeah i I was actually feeling quite bad thinking oh my gosh i'm down to like two lives here until i realized that i give you 13 lives no i reminded you which i wish i didn't do now (laughs) yeah but it made me feel better that it's it's not because i'm bad it's because you're really bad i was thinking about it i'm like honestly what's happened growing up i barely played platformers i need to play more get better excuse it's no excuse you can't say, oh, but you play platformers. Because I played Sonic. That's completely different. I play Super Mario World with my thumb firmly pressing down the run button at yeah. all times, which is absolutely to my detriment. I like the way when we started, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, go through. And I've done the first few stages and it was pretty good. And there was some where you were like, oh, did you make that? You know, I made this really cool jump where I dodge a shell midair, land on an item and just manage to make the platform and you're like oh wow you must play this loads and i'm i'm there inside thinking oh my gosh that <laughs> works <laughs> and i'm, I'm we, just trying to play it cool and then the next thing i'm stuck between two pipes with a shell bouncing back and forth playing bloody double dutch we we both got stuck in that situation at different <laughs> points yeah. but we had a good laugh in that game the amount of random bizarre stuff that was happening on that we just yes yeah, sweet playing going along and then all of a sudden we just died it was so much 
bizarre way. You at one point you jump, you're flying in the air, and then with your cape, and then you just all of a sudden bomb down and you go through this, I don't know, say like six, seven pixel gap and just went, just died. Oh, straight down into the bottom yeah. of the pit. And yeah, the amount of bizarre things happen. And so we did have a good go on that and it was a good laugh as well. You also had a quick go on a couple of other games. So I give you an absolute trounce in on Street Fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I did defeat you once, you, actually. Yeah, you I, defeated me once or twice. I had my handicap on like two or three stars. Yours was on like seven. No, I'm sure it's closer than that. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It's yours. Was, yours you, was like four. You five started. Stars. You started adding stars onto yours. I started deducting them from mine. That game played horribly. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> the game player played it horribly. <laughs> um, and you did actually have a quick go on Starwing, didn't you? Or Star Fox? Yeah, I did. If you outside the UK, I did. So, what did you think of that? Very, very edgy. <laughs> go around because obviously, with the um, how the art style was of the ship, obviously, uh, as I know, the there's a limitation of the graphics. I know, obviously, definitely know there was, but Absolutely. it was kind of like it was just triangles and squares, and that was it. In all fairness, modern games are just a lot of triangles. <laughs> No, I know, but they're a lot smoother and rounder and they're not quite an actual triangle for the wing and then... Literally everything is made up of triangles. We're talking like millions of triangles rather than, yeah. what, like 20, 30? <laughs> well, since the wing was just literally one big triangle. <laughs> well, it's actually the 30th anniversary of Star Wing. Oh, is it? Yeah, that game came out roughly 30 years ago. I think it was the end of January. It came out in North America and it came out about a month or two early in Japan. So we're roughly on the 30-year mark of it. Okay. Now, we can't forget to mention, though, we played all of these games on your SNES Mini as well. You got your mini console out and we gave that a whirl. We did. I brought down like a massive box of all my mini consoles. We had the PlayStation Mini, the Mega Drive, Super Nintendo Turbo Graphics, the A500. And we, we only played on the Super Nintendo, didn't we? Well, we looked at it. We saw a few games. We thought, oh, we'll, we'll plug this in first. And we had the conversation of, oh, we'll play a few games. And we came to Super Mario and was like, oh, we'll play about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, about two hours later, we're like, oh, we're done now. Yeah, but you looked at it and you went, oh, Super Mario's two-player. And I'm like, yeah, but it's take turns. It's not proper two-player. I'm not a big fan of it because I'm not keen on having to wait for the other person to finish their turn so I can have my turn. But in all fairness, it was actually a lot better than I thought because you were dead within seconds. So my turn just came <laughs> yeah, around yeah, so, so quickly. <laughs> no, but a lot of the time it was just enjoyable watching to see how ridiculous it was going for the person. <laughs> Um, yeah. and so just I think there was exactly there's quite a bit of an entertaining aspect of the game in that way so that again that made it go quite a bit quicker as well as we played yeah it, it was a good laugh and then we won't go on about it too much but we had a really good laugh because you hit a box <laughs> didn't you and it knocked you down a bottomless pit yes. and I said that's like a troll box and I went this reminds me of a game called Cat Mario and you're like what's Cat Mario and I'm like let me show you. <laughs> and then we ended up watching a YouTube video for about 20 minutes of this guy yes. like spiraling down mentally as he's trying to play Cat Mario. He's just screaming. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know what it is, it's basically Mario Brothers, but with a cat. 
and the game trolls you. Again, I'll leave you a link in the show notes. Definitely give it a try. It's a web browser game. No download or anything like that. Give it a try and you'll see how bad the game gets. (laughs) The game doesn't get bad. It's more like it is there to make you cry. Yeah, but it's so bad at trolling you. By the time you're on like the second or third level, you're scared to do anything. You're questioning anything that's there. You have unlimited lives. We start at zero and it counts up to seeing how far you get without dying. Well, we actually do have some news to get on with, but before we do, we're just going to give a shout out to our Patreon subscribers. So a massive thank you to Bobby Sox and Short Gizmo. Your continued patronage is extremely welcome. Now, the first bit of news, not going to lie, I'm not a massive fan of this. Xbox have decided to do a collaboration with Oreo. The, what, the biscuits or cookies? What would you yeah, call I think they're called cookies in the US, aren't they? Yeah. And we did actually get a packet of these Oreos. We did. At the games night, didn't we? <laughs> Just scoffing them. The Xbox Ones, they're actually doing a competition. What you can do is scan the packet and then it asks you, to arrange four Oreo cookies in a combination. So you get like directions, the Xbox logo, A, B, X, Y, and you yeah. can win prizes. Now, off the back of that, I don't think this is a prize that you can actually get from doing the Oreos competition. I think they're just no. like Xbox Series S's. But Oreo have gone ahead and created a custom Xbox Series S console. Now, would you describe this as a masterpiece? No. Um, I'd actually call it... I don't know what I'd call it. I'd call it travesty. very bizarre. Yeah, travesty. A waste of an Xbox Series S. Yeah. So it, it's basically a stand for your Xbox Series S. But the stand is, I don't know, the Oreo biscuit dunking in some milk with the Xbox slotted inside, and that's it. The control, however, doesn't look too bad. See, the control looks all right. So it's just a black and white controller. And as you say, it looks like there's milk sloshing up the handles. The actual Xbox console, which looks like the giant Oreo, from the side, I think, would look fine. It's the fact that when you look at it head on, it's basically two round Oreo sides stuck to the side of an Xbox. I think they needed to fill the middle in so it looked like the cream inside of an actual Oreo rather than, oh, there's a rectangle in my Oreo. There seems to be quite a bit of thought and care put into it until they got to that part, in which case they went, nah, just leave it. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's it's a very strange one. As Barrow was saying, it was a competition. The competition now ended. But would you have wanted to own this? Well, I would have. Because it will be worth a lot. I knew that's what your answer is going to be. Okay, would you have wanted to own this and had this out on your desk? No, I like the controller, don't like the console. It's an eyesore. If I'd have got this and had this out, I'd have walked in and like, what the hell is that? Take it down now. <laughs> the Xbox Series S is a deceptively small console, isn't it? Oh, definitely is. And it seems to make it go from the smallest console of the generation to PS5 sort of size. Yeah, it like doubles the footprint quite easily. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And as you say, it's 
potentially a bit of an eyesore. If it was in a cabinet with loads of other corporate sponsored consoles, then yeah, look all right. But just on your desk or my desk or God forbid <laughs> downstairs at the, on the TV cabinet. Well, one, it wouldn't fit in the TV cabinet, but two, it no, it's it's not the kind of thing that you want in your house, is it? No, and I'm looking at it and thinking about it, it's kind of more of like a gimmick console, if I'm honest. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's we see them come round every so often, don't we? We saw Sonic Two movie Xbox controllers that were furry, and there was the blue and the red furry yeah. controllers. We've also had the KF console. Yeah. That's an actual console, but you know, they, well, it, yeah, it's a very a, strange console, but yeah, give me. It's a PC <laughs> that keeps you a fried chicken warm. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> definitely on, a bit more on the bizarre side. Yeah, but at the end of the day, the console's just there for a bit of fun, isn't it? Yes. And do you know what else is fun? Go on, Lego. Ah, oh, who doesn't love Lego? Well, unless you stand on it, in which case, it is most definitely not fun. <laughs> <laughs> So we touched on this very briefly last week with the Mario Day announcement. Lego actually said that they were going to announce some Mario-themed Lego products. Yes. Now, have you had a chance to actually watch this presentation? Sadly, not. I forgot about it. We did talk about it. However, I will relish in the fact that I got one of these right. The Bowser Castle. Yes. Yeah, so Nintendo have announced a new playset, a Mario-themed playset, which is Bowser's Castle, which comes with maybe some facilities I wouldn't imagine Bowser's Castle to have. Okay, go on then. What, what so, you've got your normal cage, suspended over lava, and yep. you even get a poor toad that's hanging around, shall we say. Yeah. However, Bowser's Castle comes with its own fully equipped gym. <laughs> what? Why? I don't know. And have you seen the Mario characters you can get where they've got the screen on them? And as you put yes. them on different sensors, it'll say different things. Yeah. You can actually go in the gym and put him on like the workbench and he'll start going, hoo, 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 ah, <laughs> like that. And she's like, I don't know, is he's like doing his bicep curls or I, I don't know what you do it in Bench the gym. Press. Look at me. Yeah, that's the yeah, one. Man. That's what I was trying to think of. All right. I, I wasn't quite sure. Um, and it looks quite good, and you get a dry bones Bowser, so okay. a skeletal Bowser, so yeah. that looks pretty cool. They did also show off the Mighty Bowser, which is the XL-sized, well, Bowser, yeah, which we were talking about as well last week, and I didn't realize you can actually move it like a puppet. Okay. You actually have controls in his shell, it looks like, where you can make him look around, open his mouth, move his arms. I thought it was just like a poseable Lego figure. So it's like some sort of joysticks that you can sort of move around and... I'm not entirely sure, but they did briefly show it in this. That's pretty cool. But not to be done with just making a foot or so tall Bowser. They have gone the whole hog and made a 14-foot bowser that will be touring around the world in 2023 that is insane have you seen how many lego bricks it is yeah so i I, I had a quick look and because you told me you told me about this massive bowser which is over double me so that's massive and it's taken over 663,000 pieces of lego that's ridiculous 
I'll be honest, I saw that amount and thought, oh, that seems actually quite reasonable for how big it is. <laughs> so this is like a massive animatronics. And whereas we had the mighty Bowser, this is the King Bowser. So this is <laughs> the big daddy. And if anyone's interested, you know, it's it's going around. I think it's only going to four locations, but that okay. includes uh, San Diego Comic-Con and Gamescom. And it'll just be flying around. In all fairness, I'll be surprised if it makes it to all four places. Because I know I make something out of Lego. I try and move it onto the shelf and the bloody thing falls apart. I'm a bit, I think they've missed a trick here. You know, they've done their 14-foot Bowser. Why don't they do kind of like a Mario like scale model to the Bowser with him and just show the size difference because Mario should be what I don't know a quarter of the size no Mario is Mario is usually like between half and three-fifths of the size of Bowser when you see him in the artwork if there's an animatronic Bowser I'm like an animatronic Mario as well if that's the case then you've got to have Luigi and you've got to have the whole cast and I just don't think there's enough Lego bricks for all of them (laughs) <laughs> maybe not and again again moving these things around it's got to be a logistical nightmare oh can you imagine the weight behind these um yeah <laughs> i can imagine it i don't know what it is but i could imagine it i wouldn't want to try and move these about on the back of the new mario set and showing off king bowser they did have one little teaser to finish the show with okay donkey kong is I assume coming to the Mario series of Lego products. I don't know if it's going to get its own series or whether it'll be integrated into some Mario, but they did show him and they did show the main figure, which is like a little rideable character for the Mario figurine. Okay. Oh, what? as in Mario to ride on the back of Donkey Kong. Yeah. Yeah. So now that they've got Donkey Kong, they have to bring out Yoshi. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah. That's, if, he, if he's going to ride Donkey Kong, then Yoshi, like you said, has to make an appearance somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Now, they didn't say whether this character will be a standalone character, whether it'll be part of its own pack or in another Mario pack. But yeah. It's nice to see them expanding it to maybe other franchises. Are we possibly going to get a Legend of Zelda one in the future or a Metroid? Yeah, but it will just be never-ending if that was the case. It's Lego. Oh, yeah, Lego is never-ending. Yeah, it's never-ending anyway. Every time you buy a new set, there's another one else. Yeah, but how much they cost, though? Oh, yeah. I'll have to be a bit quiet, so we're done here. But I've told you I've got a Lego train set for Elliot for his birthday. And I I got it half price, so it was expensive, but not stupidly expensive. Yeah. And I thought, right, he's got loads of vehicles. I want to buy him some buildings and the cheapest buildings I can find are like 60, 70 pound and they're just like little facious Uh, I know Lego is so expensive in all fairness I did actually for Christmas get him like a little space shuttle Yes, and it was actually pretty cool because you don't get instructions with it you actually follow the story along on like an iPad through the Lego app and it okay. tells you how to build it, but it's as if it's a story saying, oh, and today we need to test the boosters. So here's constructing the boosters, and then we attach it to the frame, and now we're building the cockpit, and an asteroid's coming towards you, design something to deflect the asteroid. So it gives you a bit of freedom, but that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think you said it's like an interactive Yeah, it was really interactive. We've really gone into that. But uh, yeah, yeah, going back to what yes. we said earlier, Lego is so expensive. 
It is. Thankfully, they're not selling the 14 foot Bowser because I think that would probably break the bank. <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, I remember someone I know, he got like a one of the Star Wars cruisers that was setting back of £400. I was like, what the heck? Can you imagine dropping that after just building it? Like that scene in Spider-Man where Ned drops the Death Star. <laughs> I was just thinking of that exact scene as I said it. <laughs> right. Well, should we move on from Lego and back to video games? Uh, if we have to. But before we continue, we'd just like to ask for your support in helping the podcast grow. The easiest and cheapest way to do this is by leaving us a review on your favourite podcasting app. It takes a minute, doesn't cost you a single penny. Or, if you're able to, you can support the podcast further from only £1 per month through either Spotify or Patreon. In return, you will receive an ad-free version of the podcast and get a shout-out on our next episode. Now, the final piece of news, this is one that you brought to our attention, and it's Microsoft making yet more deals. Yes, so following on from the other 10-year deals they've signed, Microsoft have now made another deal with the Ukrainian-based Boostoroid. I've never heard this platform before, but they've also signed a 10-year deal for them to get Xbox PC games onto their streaming service. Yeah, Boosteroid is not one that I'd heard of. And I like to think I'm fairly knowledgeable on what's available. Yeah. And these guys, I must have, I was looking at the website just before we start this podcast, and they actually look pretty competitive with something like GeForce now. They're a lot bigger staple within the streaming service than we kind of give them credit for. They yeah. are the largest independent streaming service with i think it's about four million users it say yeah that now that's a lot of users but compared to microsoft sony nvidia it's probably not huge let's face it but they do have quite a good service proposition it's like seven pounds 60 a month once you convert it into you know real British pounds. I was going to say the Queen's money then, but it's not anymore. It's the King's, <laughs> King's now, now, isn't it? Yeah. That, that still seems weird. And for that, unlike GeForce Now, you get no session limits. So GeForce Now kicks you off, I think, six hours on the paid tier or after an hour on the free tier. Okay. Not so much with this. There's no queuing to get into a server. It looks pretty decent, actually. But I think this is great because you know me, I've got a lot of computing hardware, but no gaming computing hardware beyond my Steam Deck. When your Steam Deck's your most powerful gaming PC that you own, um, yeah, maybe you're not a proper PC gamer. In in all fairness, in the amount of time I've known you, I'm sure you've had at least one PC per year that you've sort of got, got rid of, got, got rid of. You can't seem to make your mind up. Part of it is I like new and shiny. And the other part is maybe if I only keep it for a year, I can sell it. It doesn't depreciate massively in value as opposed to keeping it for three, four, five years. And in my mind, I made an initial outlay of so much money for the first PC. And then every year I have to top it up an extra 50 or 100 pounds to get the next nice new shiny thing. 
Like, I, I, with our games, I think you've got a problem. Ah, <laughs> uh, but something like this, something like this, would be perfect for me. Yeah, I'll say I've been a long time shadow subscriber, which is a cloud streaming service, except they give you kind of like a full Windows environment to play your games in. Whereas this and GeForce Now, it's just you can play the games that you own in services such as Steam or Epic Games Store, but you don't get the full Windows environment. And £7.60 a month seems a much better deal to me than... 30 or 45 pounds that shadow are charging well exactly because with that you can still link into steam epic games other platforms as well so you still got a quite an expansive gaming library for such a small price because that that seven pound 60 is still cheaper than the pc game pass if you were to just sign up for game pass itself well if you want to put so what the deal is, they're gonna bring Activision Blizzard titles and Xbox PC games across. Now you will need to either own the games. I don't know if Game Pass will be playable through this. I Go did on, yeah. read through the brief and it didn't specifically say Game Pass. But if Game Pass was, then you still need to pay your Game Pass subscription. Yes. But the fact that I own some PC games that I bought through the Xbox store. Do you remember when they've done the whole, you buy it once and you get it on both? So yes. I think I think Recall was the first game I bought where I bought it on the Xbox, but I also had the PC version added to my library as well. Yeah, Gears so, were the same. And, exactly. Yeah. So it'd be nice that if I wanted to, I could just log in on a browser on my iPad, my definitely not gaming laptop. Yes. If you had a Chromebook even, it works on a Chromebook. You can connect it up and have a game on Gears of War or Sins of a Solar Empire. I think that's on there now. One yes, of my favourite PC games. This, obviously, this is aimed towards people who don't have Game Pass. Because if you've already got Game Pass, well, I say aimed towards Game well, Pass. Well, no, because this is Xbox PC games. So this is the mistake I made when we were talking about the GeForce Now one. No, but that's what I'm saying. So, Xbox PC Game Pass, if you already own it and you don't want to play Xbox games on your PC, then it's not aimed at you. But, obviously, if you've got an expensive library and you want to stream it somewhere, it definitely is for you. you know, if, like you said, Barry, instead of having to have Shadow, you sign up to this so you can get all your libraries into it that way, it definitely would be a benefit. Yeah, but if they do bring PC Game Pass across... Yes. Imagine that. You've now got a way to play hundreds of Xbox console games and PC games. Yeah. Without having to shell out for a high-end console and PC. All you need is a what nowadays is a relatively modest 15 megabits broadband connection, which, let's face it, of all but the worst providers, we're looking at you, Sky, will actually provide this. I'm this guy. <laughs> that explains a lot. I know I said this is the year of the handhelds. And some of this goes hand in hand with them with things like your Logitech G Cloud. Do you think streaming services are really starting to come into a bit of a maturity over the last year or two? 
Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Streaming is becoming quite a lot more of a staple uh, in a gaming community. If you go go through Xbox, I feel like so many more games come to the Xbox Game Pass have streaming capabilities. Obviously, there is still some that don't, but if you go through Game Pass, the majority that do have that ability and they play really well. Um, it does surprise me it's still in beta apparently for streaming, but it's been out for so long. Oh yeah, it's one of these. It'll be in beta for like the next 20 years. Yeah. But it definitely is making a big progression because not gonna lie, we've had the conversation before. I feel like physical will be gone soon. We won't yeah. be using physical discs anymore. Physical discs be gone. That's why I'm hoarding all these Nintendo Switch games. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, Nintendo will always release physical hardware because, you know, let's face it, you can't trust their um, online services. Thank you. Yeah, the online services, the online marketplace, because they close it down so quick. Which actually, speaking of it, I think we've only got about a fortnight until they close the Wii U and the 3DS store. There you go. Point proven. Yeah, sad times. On one hand, I I do like this streaming future that we're moving towards with computing and gaming, but I'm going to miss physical media. I was about to say, it'll be sad to see the hardware go. Because mm. we spoke about before about the retro, you know, when I say, when I say retro, the Sega consoles are, you know, that sort of generation for Sega, the SNES, the NES, all those consoles, all those games. Yeah, I think you will be able to get like more niche products like the Evercade, yes. where they, they keep physical media. But what I'm feeling now, I can imagine people who love collecting records, cassettes, CDs were feeling 20, 25 years ago when MP3s were just on the cusp of really taking off because think of it now who goes out and buys a physical cd with 20 songs on it when you can pay 10 pound per month for apple music or spotify or whatever service you enjoy using and you can stream literally millions of tracks whenever you want exactly such an easy way to do that like I said, I, last time I bought a CD, I can't tell you. So it's getting that with, with gaming now. When was the last time you bought a physical, sorry, a physical Xbox game, not Switch? Ignore that. We've had the conversation before. When was the <laughs> last physical time? physical Xbox game. Well, yeah. see, for me, the last one was... Um, actually, the last time I bought a physical Xbox game, I think, was Sonic Mania Plus. Okay, so not too long ago, but it was pre-COVID. I can't tell you the last time I bought a physical game. Can't yeah. tell you. At least definitely, definitely over two years ago. Yeah, and in all fairness, I only bought that game for a collection because I already had for it on the Switch. I already okay. had it digitally on the Xbox itself. So yeah. I bought that as, you, you know, I collect me Sonic games. Do you? Yeah, yeah, I've never mentioned that before. So I'll, <laughs> Maybe. I'll have to show you them one day. I've got like two or three of them. No, please no. <laughs> no you were there going, look, don't touch. Don't you ever touch. 
No, I'll let you touch it. You just got to put those white gloves on, you know, the, <laughs> <Yeah>. the silk gloves. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not that precious about them. At least most of them. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. I'll, I'll pull them down. We can go through them. See, that's the thing, though. For the majority of them, maybe not the Xbox ones, because I'm fairly certain I own all of them digitally on the Xbox, so it's more yeah. convenient just to play that. If you came round and you were like, I want to play Sonic R on the Sun, I'd be like, I'll go and get it. And I'll, I'll pull <laughs> out a Sega Sun, some controllers, and Sonic R, and I would be more than happy to set that up and for us to play it on real hardware. Tell, fine, I'll, I'll, Ke- I'll say to you. Kerry might not be happy about it. <laughs> but Even though I will get absolutely trounced, next time we have a games night, We'll play through some old Sonic games on some of the old consoles. In all fairness, there's not as many multiplayer ones as you'd think. Really? Okay, just the multiplayer ones. You were grinning ear to ear the entire time we play. Again, most of them I have digitally on various like Steam or the Xbox. Five times Off the top of my head, there's Sonic 2, 3, Mania, you can have the races on. There's Sonic the Fighters which is okay for like five minutes. It's like Virtua Fighter, but yeah. with Sonic characters. Sonic R, um, and then it, you're getting into more modern ones like Sonic Team Racing and Transformed. The fact you could just sit there and list them all so... As much as I love them, I've got to admit Mario Kart's a better game. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Some of them, like Transformed, is pretty good, but... Sonic Team Racing, I really can't get into that one. But oh yeah, I remember yeah, that one. That's... Ma- Mario Kart Eight is definitely the better game. Although in all fairness, it, Mario Kart Eight's had what ten years worth of updates and tweaks and patches, so I should hope so by now. How long do you reckon it'll be until we kind of go to an all digital? I reckon within a decade. I reckon there'll be some outliers, maybe Nintendo. Although, saying that, Sony is set to release the external disk drive for the PlayStation 5. Oh, yeah. I think the end of this year, the rumor is. And there is rumors of the end of next year, we'll get a PS5 Pro. Do you think we would get more streaming consoles? You know how like Xbox is trying to release their little streaming device? Do you reckon... It will go down from actually having a like the Series S, where you can only play digital games, to just a streaming. Or do you reckon they will still have the functionality to download the games and stream? No, I think certainly for the foreseeable future, we'll get hardware that's capable of playing the games. Yeah, I do think they'll support them for longer though through streaming. So. For example, now, if you've got the original chunky VCR Xbox One, yeah, you can play Xbox Series games, the Xbox Series X graphic settings yeah. on that console through streaming. Well, that's what I was playing, because I was playing Hot Wheels upstairs in the One S, and yeah. I was streaming the X and S, X and S version. You can see such a difference, exactly. because I was streaming it, and there was times where, I don't know, S was watching something downstairs and streaming while the boys were watching on the tablet streaming. So it was kind of obviously making it 
you know, it was unfortunate. You get like artifacts up on the screen. Yes. And yeah. especially in a racing game, you don't want that. If it's like no. if lines coming down. So I downloaded it and I can see such a difference between the two of them. Unfortunately, I just think the convenience is going to win out in the yeah. end. Well, people don't want to leave the house or people don't want to get off the butt to change the disc. Well, yeah, not only that, but the fact that modern games, you'll get the disc and you'll still have to download tens of gigabytes at least. Yeah. For the game to even work. Well, Whereas, how many games is it where the full game's not the disc? How often well, yeah. do you put it? Well, Halo Infinite's one of them. Yes. It's just a disc with the license to download it. Essentially, that's what the discs are becoming. Yeah. And there's been times where I thought, do you know what? I want to play a game. I was playing Octopath Traveler. That was a good example. It was installed on my Xbox Series S, but I was playing it on my Steam Deck or I was playing it through the web browser on my computer. I didn't download the game. I just streamed it. This is how bad it was. So I'm streaming the game so I don't have to re-download it, which would have took, I don't know, half an hour. And yeah. I'm there going, how long's this loading screen going to take with the little green <laughs> rocket? Because yeah. it, it took like 20 seconds. And I'm like, this is too slow. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, you're thinking how long that's taking me. Like, I, you know, if I had to download it, I'd be safe for another half an hour anyway. Exactly. Exactly. And I still would have had to look at the Octopath Traveler splash screen for maybe 10, 15 seconds. But yeah. The fact that I've got to watch that bloody spaceship flying around for 20 seconds before I can jump into my game. Yeah, which looks like it's moving, but it's not actually moving forwards. It's just floating on the spots. It's it's only a short loop as well, because the yeah, more I'm staring at it, you can see it as it, go, as it goes around, and then it snaps back into place for the first <laughs> frame. Yeah. You look at it and go, oh, it looks pretty cool. He's flying. Yeah. Like, actually, no, he's just hovering on spot, floating side to side as their background's moving. Yeah, and then it, and then it loops badly. I actually think we could do a whole episode just on streaming. Oh, definitely. We could easily go through talk about different streaming services. Maybe we should. Do you know, I'd love to hear your opinion on it. Please do leave us a review. Speak to us. Let us know your opinion on it. And if you actually make use of it, maybe some different streaming platforms that we've maybe not spoken of that you might use as well. Yeah, definitely. And if you've got any streaming platforms you want us to check out, maybe we'll check out a whole collection of them for an episode. If you go to the show notes, you can actually leave us a message there. But with that, I think we're coming to the end of the episode. If you'd like to find out more about anything mentioned this week, then please take a look in the show notes. We've been the Retro Gaming Dads, and we'll see you next week.